Hello, Mistwalkers. Welcome to Tales from the Mist, a gothic horror series set in the demi-plains of dread, Ravenloft. The episode you're about to listen to originally aired as a live stream on twitch.tv slash dnd. Although our podcast editor Celeste Konowich worked some true magic, our audio in season one is not ideal for podcast. But keep listening. We promise it gets better. In the meantime, let's meet our unfortunate cast. I'm TK Johnson, the Dungeon Master for Tales from the Mists. You can find me on Twitter at TKJoinsTheFray or at my website, TKJWrites.com. I'm Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart of the party, Mercy Albrecht, the Tiefling Storm Sorcerer. You can find me at MercifulDM on Twitter, uh, that's Merciful with a Y, or at LisaPenrose.com. Lisa, also spelled with a Y. Hi, my name is Kayla Klein. I play Vasily, your artificer slash wizard slash mad scientist. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I and my website, KaylaKlein.com. I'm Ashley Warren, and I play Konstantina Avshalamov, the Vistana Bard from Barovia. I'm an author and narrative designer, and you can find all my work at AshleyWarrenWrites.com. My name is Hadil, and I play your favorite warlock with too many secrets, Vargas Blackstone. You can find me online in all forms of social media at TwittySuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. This episode also features special guests Hannah Rose as Pandora Zetane and Jessica Ross as Nikolai Locke. Find them as at Wild Rose Mage and at Right Jess R on Twitter, respectively. Now, remember to keep your toes from the edge of the bed. It's time for episode three in Sheep's Clothing. Let's let's just go ahead and get into the part that I do know how to do, which is tell a spooky story. Last week, you all came to Harmonia. Awesome. <laughs> you love it. Everything, everyone is dancing, they're singing, and as you step through these spe- these streets where, where people were throwing flowers and coins at Constantina and so pleased to see her, you enter this city square. And in the center of this city square were several men and a coffin. And uh, this procession has begun, and it is no solemn affair. There are hired mourners lining the streets, uh, lamenting loudly with melodic wails and lilting ululations. There are coins clattering from windows onto the cobblestones, but no one rushes to gather them. And Constantina, you will recognize like the smallest sliver of a Vistani ritual in this. There are vibrant silk banners, and they're being carried overhead of the crowd. And there are noble women spinning in these wide skirts and these fitted bodices. Several men are in tightly tailored perfumed coats, and they're performing acrobatic dances as well, all while this beautiful ivory coffin is held high overhead by six elders. And they are coming towards you down the street. Asali, what is happening? I have no idea, but it's pretty awful. Um, it's very loud here. How long are we staying here? What are we doing? We need to find out what happened to Nisa. Uh, but um, maybe Constantina knows. And, I, and Mercy starts like shoving through the crowd to get to Constantina. She's very popular. <laughs> Vargas is there. And I'm like, like pulling on your, your shirt, I guess, like from as far as close as I can get. And Constantina, there is a coffin? What is going on? 
Constantina bursts into tears. <laughs> but it's, this place is really amazing. And I'm like really happy to be here with all of my best friends and everyone's singing. And have you ever been anywhere like this in all of Ravenloft? It's just, it's just amazing. We <laughs> haven't. It's so happy. It's different. Uh, it's, uh, it's loud. And I'm like, I'm not along the music and I, I'm like crying and half listening to you and just like really distracted. Mercy like tries to comfort Constantina, who's so emotional right now, and just turns and like looks at Vasily like, oh, Vasily's like giving you a death glare. She's not <laughs> happy. She's just, she just turns and she looks as Pandora with Vasily still kind of standing back. Pandora? Oh, sorry, were you asking Pandora? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, asked Pandora, Pandora like, around. <laughs> I asked if Pandora was back with Vasily. Oh, um, I think Pandora's kind of strung out in the crowd, like, trying to keep between everybody. Okay. Well, Vasily goes, she, like, looks Mercy dead in the eyes, and then she goes and walks and goes and stands with Pandora. Have you ever seen anything like this? No, I mean, in a couple nightmares one time. It's suspiciously cherry. Very suspicious. I'd like to use my divine sense. I guess if something were in a, the coffin and completely hidden, I wouldn't be able to sense it. But just to make myself feel better, I want to use my divine sense and try to see if I can feel the presence of any undead. Okay. And uh, while you're doing that, which you can just you can just do like the small ritual and send it out, right? There's like no yeah, problem. it's it's a um, it's um, a paladin feature within sixty feet that is not behind total cover. Yeah, go ahead and send it out, and um, I want you to describe to me what that looks like. One sec, and everybody else roll a perception for me. Mm. Pandora puts her hand on the hilt of her long sword and murmurs, "Corellin, aid me to find evil doers in this happy place." <laughs> and um, she closes her eyes briefly. Yeah, Celestial Fiend undead within 60 feet or affected by the Hallow spell. Oh, okay, absolutely. When you, when you reach out with your senses, you only sense one undead, and their energy is so familiar to you that you almost overlook it. Oh, can I pinpoint where they are? Yeah, you can absolutely pinpoint where they are. They're on the other side of the courtyard from you. Annika! And when you when you call out, you see a shaved head sort of turn and glance over her shoulder. Annika! Uh, she, she does of her head and then inclines to the side. Um, I'm going to make my way over to her. Okay. Would anyone like to follow her? Oh, what did you all get on your perceptions, by the way? I got an 18. 15. 5. <laughs> I rolled a dirty twenty. Very nice. Ooh. Now that now that Nikolai isn't here to hold you back. Ooh, that's <laughs> fine. This is fine. I'll get you all later. It's fine. Oh no. Yeah. So you you start your way over to Annika. The rest of you, anybody who rolled higher than a fifteen, specifically Mercy and Vargas, both hear like a sort of gruff, like waste of money. Would you like to investigate that, or would you like to follow Pandora across the marketplace? I'll investigate. Now, Mercy was going to turn to Vargas to be like, help, what's going on? But I guess Vargas just walks away to follow that. He doesn't Mercy, have to walk away. It's right next to you. 
oh, okay. Well, if it's like right next to us, I will also turn to look at that. Okay. Uh, Pandora, I'll do you first and then I'll let you guys know what that's about. So Pandora, as you make your way through the crowd and you sort of uh, shoulder past people, Annika is waiting for you. And once, Sir Annika Lavenza was strong and she was sure, and she was considered the jewel in Corellin's crown. You remember a time when she was your beautiful leader. Uh, almond eyes, brown skin, an easy smile, but now she's less than a shadow of her former self. And when she approaches you, she takes care to tighten the gloves on her right hand. Do you know she's disguising the flash of gray skin at the wrist? Her eyes reach yours and there's no sign of fire there, and there's no fierceness. Her pitted armor, frayed tabard, and cracked shield are even further evidence of her fall from grace. And she inclines her head as you get close to her. Pandora kind of reaches her hands out to her and then pulls them back. It's good to see you. You too. Was afraid you would be stuck up north forever. I made it, sooner or later. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to see it. Uh, at least, at least the two of us are still here. For whatever, for whatever purpose. News comes to me from across the mists. You have heard of a vampire here? From Gundarak. Who knows why they are here. Does it matter? It does not. Well, tell me, tell me your news. We also found a child... Suck dry of blood, but not by vampires. I have heard of this. Mm. One missing a week, it sounds, from here, but nobody wants to speak of it. They say the night takes them. My companions wish to investigate further. Perhaps you could examine the body. Annika glances around her shoulder. What body? Well, someone brought it back to the city. It should be with the family by now, against my better judgment. Annika kind of looks to the side a little. She thinks hard, and she... No bodies here. No one has brought anything back. It was the blacksmith's daughter, I believe. Hmm. Miss Crag. Oh, yes. We should make a stop by her shop. Come with us. And Annika will follow you back across the courtyard. Now, Mercy... You and Vargas have both turned to this man who is beside you, and he's a wiry man, not well-aged, hunchback, crooked nose, bears evidence of several breaks. Uh, His eyes are sunken, bleary, sort of ringed with a yellow crust, and the breath that leaks between his crooked teeth is sour with heavy drink. He takes this swig of this old flask and then (coughs) coughs wetly. Waste of money. Mm, excuse me, sir. Is this normal? All of all of this dancing and the singing and the the throwing of the money. And uh, he barely registers you over his shoulder. Waste, just a waste. Excuse me, and I will. I will not touch him. He's smelly. He's um, I, my mage. I'll cast a mage hand, and my mage hand will kind of. Tap him on the shoulder. When your mage hand touches his shoulder, he does very exaggerated, like, ah! But then when he sees oh. you, he'll, sorry, uh, I hate these. I hate these things. They're weird, right? Seems weird. Funeral. Noble woman. Funeral? Um, who died? No one. Casket's empty. So, a noble woman... 
did not die? He uh he backs away away from the the middle of the road as the casket is starting to be paraded down this side street, and he'll motion you to follow him. I notice Vargas is probably listening as well because he also turned. So I'll kind of touch Vargas's arm carefully, like letting go of Constantina. She seems I don't know if she's noticed or she's just like reveling with everybody. And I'll kind of motion for Vargas to follow as well. I'll follow and I'll like grip the, like I'll pull the, like the shaft of my cane in my hand and like grip the top just in case. So it's clearly not a walking stick. Yeah. I'll turn to make sure I catch where Vasily is standing too for when we come back. She's, she's literally standing by herself, deadpan, because she walked away from you to prove a point, and then Pandora totally abandoned her, and she's just, like, trying to be So cool. embarrassing. Uh, like, she's yeah. really stiff and awkward. Like, I imagine whatever. that, like, Vasily and Constantina are near each other, but not standing beside each other, and they're just <laughs> surrounded by um, some of the paid mourners who are... Ah! And, the, oh. and the drummers, and... The the mourners are just wailing and tearing at their hair and she uh, she kind of like catches your eye and looks very for a moment very distressed, but then goes back to looking. <laughs> um so we'll follow the man over to I don't know if there's like a little It's just a little a, some stacks of barrels and stuff. He's just getting out of the um he's just getting out of the way and he'll his eyes seem to follow that that beautiful casket um, as it's carried through the street. We'll carry on like this all night. It's, I'm I, I am confused. So you said that nobody died. No body found. It's oh no body. That did she go missing? What happened? He sort of clams up a little bit at that and just like irritably watches the the mourners and listens to like some of the the coins clatter against the ground you actually see him stoop down for a minute and like pick up one of the coins and he like bites it and puts it in his pocket why why is everybody so happy it is a funeral why are they not sad solemn why are they not ritually sacrificing people what it is a very strange funeral what what so is he dead? Are are satisfied so that they do not rise up, become undead, take oh. over the world? No one dead here. Oh, that's that's good. Also, my, I have a friend who might be disappointed. And he'll just he kind of like his his shoulders kind of go up weakly, and he takes another swig of his of whatever he's drinking. Kind of smells almost like vinegar. It's like such a poor quality wine. Mercy will step back a little bit. Um, and then she's going to press the gone missing thing. Okay. Uh, you see, it's normal for people to go missing here. And he'll... <laughs> if you're poor, yeah. And looking at him, you can see that he is rather poor. Um, you seem very resigned uh, to this. Who takes them? They just go. I don't... And he, he gets this look on his face, this, like, flash of anger. And, like, for a moment, you don't know if it's the drink or just having someone to talk to for, like, for the first time in a while. And he'll, my wife has been gone two weeks. All these oh, people no. could be out there looking for her. And they waste this money on this funeral. One of the noble women. Of course, they get all the manpower, don't they? I'm very sorry about your wife. 
You don't matter without money. You matter to me. Uh, perhaps um, my friends and I, uh, we, we found someone uh, who we think, think went missing. Uh, Nisa? Nisa Craig, I think they said her name was. Adora's girl? It, it, it is a blacksmith. Only one Craig here. It's got to be Adora's girl. Um, we Missing found her days. body, and I think that we were drawn here uh, to help. To help you, perhaps. Where's the body? What do you mean? It was brought here by uh, our friend Nikolai's hunting party. And he kind of searches his mind for a minute. Nikolai? Ooh, who's Nikolai? Mercy turns to the crowd. Um, Nikolai had come with us. Is he still there? Nikolai is gone. The last person he spoke to was Vargas. Now, before this funeral started, Nikolai had leaned into Vargas and said, I'm sorry, I have business elsewhere. Uh, family matter, you understand. Uh, here is my card. Give this to the bouncer at Mask Melody. He'll let you in. I have a room there. It's a uh, finest opium den in Cartagus. And then he'll melt into the crowd. So only Vargas knows where Nikolai is. Vargas will pull the, the card out of his, his jacket pocket and be like, some plain-looking fellow told me about an opium den around here. Some nobody. Was it Nikolai? Nikolai was very handsome. No, I... <laughs> we can talk about that later. <laughs> but he's here. At, uh, what was the name of the tavern? The Masked Melody. The Masked Melody. He has a, a private room there. He's, he has a private room there, apparently. I... I don't know where our friend went. Um, it's not our friend. <laughs> uh, but he said that he would bring the body uh, to the town, so I'm a little bit worried. But uh, perhaps uh, if you come to the Masked Melody uh, tonight, we can uh, introduce you to the rest of our friends and figure out a search party for your wife. Good idea. Good idea. We'll get a search party. We can do it. Good idea. I, I don't have much, much money, but I can, I can get some of the able-bodied together. We'll, we'll get together a search party that, Bertolt, and he'll he'll hold out his like very gnarled, dirty hand in like a shake. I'll uh, I'll shake it and introduce myself. <gasps> Mercy doesn't have to. Bertolt Sikadrix. <laughs> Nice to meet you, Berthold. Yeah, money... What's money when you can have favors, anyway? I'll owe you big for this. Alright, then. And, uh, he, he kinda takes off, but, like, his hunchback is a little straighter, in a way. Uh, metaphorically speaking. He, he walks with renewed purpose, and you see him take, a take the bottle that he was chugging at and just kinda, like, dash it on the ground, and he starts oh, running. We can help him, Vargis. I think we're here to do some good. Of I'm going to tell Vasily she will be so pleased. Before you go, could you, um, my hand a little dirty? Yeah, that just was, why did you touch him? <laughs> um, and, Gentlemanly, uh, you know. He pressed the digitates. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the grime is removed, but the smell remains. Oh, perfect. No. I have, like, a, a small vial of, like, perfume, I'll, like, rub it into the leather of the glove. Very nice. 
Uh, it doesn't take any time for Annika and um, Pandora to meet you back up. By now, there are only revelers in the city square. Most of the stalls have closed up. It's just people turning in circles, dancing, throwing money, and wailing loudly. Mercy, uh, Vasily, Constantina, Vargas. Uh, this is my friend Annika and our the captain of our former unit. In the group of you see a uh, an older um, human woman, perhaps mid-40s, once. She also bears a few scars on her face, and she sort of, uh... You travel with Pandora? On a day. Hmm. A day and a half. Uh, is this your contact, Pandora? This is. She has news of a vampire from Golgorak. And uh, Annika will look at Pandora. Gundurak. Yeah, Gundurak. Annika will turn to Pandora. They look frail. They made it through the mists. Hmm. With you. Look, I know they have AC-11, but... <laughs> <laughs> One of them has mage armor, okay? <laughs> I do not think you should take them with you. You're right here. I never said yeah. I was taking them with me. We can hear you guys. Good. And Dora, I wouldn't you- want to be responsible for anything. And, uh, and like, there is this friction between Pandora and Annika right now, as Annika sort of gives a an unspoken order with her eyes to Pandora. Finish your business here. I expect to see you in the north. I'll see you then. I will meet you at the Balaksmith. I will assist you with the body, and then we journey north. Two days. And, Very well. Uh, Annika will her head at the rest of them and turn swiftly on a booted heel and walk away. Well, my friend is nice. She's been through a lot. We met uh, a man who uh, told us that this whole party is actually a funeral. Well, there was a casket. I just don't get why everyone's so happy. It is strange. A noblewoman who died uh, or went missing. They didn't find a body. But the man said that his wife went missing and thinks that it is related to Nisa Crack. Are all the people who've gone missing women? Pedro's just kind of asking this as a question to ponder. He will be meeting us uh, at uh, the rooms that Nikolai uh, set aside for us so he can ask uh, and maybe he can round up other people who have family missing. But when I mentioned Nikolai, he didn't know who he was. Nikolai certainly acts like he's someone important. Yes, and he has a face one would remember. No, I already forgot what he looked like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go to these rooms and prepare ourselves. We have things to do, and I'm on a timeline. Are you going to be leaving us, Pandora? I have my orders. But you'll help us with Nisa. I will help you. Two days. And Annika will help, too. She's... Well, she's not particularly enthusiastic anymore, but she's a skilled cleric. Now, Pandora, you know that Annika has gone ahead to Nissa Crag's forge. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe we should go there first, then. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but yeah, you know that she has gone ahead there to to speak with Idora Crag, the blacksmith, and possibly identify the body. Yeah, we should see if the body has been delivered, and well... See if there's any information on when she went missing. Yes, 
Um, if we're going to head to the blacksmiths, Mercy mm -hmm. will make her way over to Vasily at some point mm -hmm. and uh, kind of put her arm around Vasily as they walk and say, Vasily, did you have fun at Sea Funeral? No, it was horrible. Everyone left me all by myself in the middle of a crowd of people. Oh, well, I thought maybe you wanted to be this uh, Constantina. She seems ve she seemed very overwhelmed. Um, but you walked away to hang out with, with Pandora, and I think it is nice that you are making other friends. Pandora's not my friend. She abandoned me. She had to make. Okay. Oh, I need to roll a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> She's like talking at a normal level. I think she probably wants you to hear because she's she's pretty like pretty hurt a little. But she's being sassy about it. So she yeah, like if you don't hear, she vastly says it again. Yeah, louder. she's like being very passive aggressive right now. So she wants you to hear. Sorry, I didn't realize it was important. It wasn't important. It's fine. I'm Andrea fine. offers you her arm. Vasily looks at it and like touches her arm lightly with her hand. Does anyone know where this blacksmith is? I don't think any of you, because Nikolai has left, I don't think that any of you would specifically know where it is. Now, mm -hmm. you did go through the Whirling Bridge, so you may have seen, um, which is in the Northward, uh, so you may have seen signs for it there. So if anybody wants to give me like a real quick survival check to, or a I don't know, uh, investigation. You get advantage if you can read Elvish. Oh, I got a nat 20. Oh, oh yeah. there you go. <laughs> Pandora, your mind is like a steel trap. You know exactly where that, uh... I saw the sign in Elvish yep. that said blacksmith. It said, uh, the fort and the fearless is the name of the blacksmith. The four fearless. My mind is like a steel trap. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it is in the northern ward. Um, and Pandora escorts Vasily off to the north. Vasily, like, by this point has her arm around Pandora's arm, and she, like, haughtily looks back at Mercy <laughs> and walks off with Pandora. <laughs> That's <in> the opposite. <laughs> Friendship! She just, like, she just, like... Mercy just wants everyone to be friends. I love it. All right, so you two are going off by yourselves. Where's what's everybody else doing then? I mean, I'm probably following. Oh, okay. I was just saying. Yeah. She's like, I was I just assuming they were Vasily coming, and with I was us. like, oh, 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 okay. Just making Vasily feel special. <laughs> oh, very nice. I love that. Nice touch. Let me write that down. Pandora, Vasily inside of a heart. Let me just <laughs> Vasily. Aw, I ship it. Okay, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't take you very long to get there. The parade is following a very strict route around the loop. They will go through the south southward fort first and then the west and then north and then back around and everything will end up back in the amphitheater. Um so right here the streets are pretty much empty because the entire procession is going to go around the city. And I'll say that you know that from overhearing it in the crowd. So it takes this is a 2000 person town takes like 15 minutes to walk there all right so you stand outside of this uh this forge it's essentially an armory the forge is in the back so you see a storefront and the storefront is stone and it is brightly colored brick and um a sort of a sooty sign and uh, very smudged windows and unlike everywhere else this one is open mm. i will not 
And when you knock the door sort of creaks, it's got a, uh, a very swinging hinge. You can see that there is a large locking mechanism that keeps it closed whenever they do close. But for this, even the smallest amount of pressure swings it wide open. I'll go in. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, you see a, a, an older woman, probably mid-50s. And she has these, these thick, sinewy arms, but she's not very tall, maybe 5'5", five five, um, with graying hair and streaks. Um, did we learn if the blacksmith is Nissa's father, or is this the blacksmith? This is, this is her mother, Adora. Are you Adora Crag? Uh, she'll, she'll sort of lean up over the counter and sort of set her elbows on top of it. What do you want? Can't do nothing for those pauldrons. That's as good as they get. Thanks. Uh, look, we- Pandora's like- Looking behind her, where is everybody else? I need backup. Come, come. Do you need a hilt set? You need... What do you want? Vasily, like... Blade sharpened? We, um, I think we found your dead daughter. That's why we're here. And she will straighten immediately. Can I, don't uh, let like... witches in the village. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'm, I'm not... Okay, I'm not a witch. Yeah. I'm a scientist. You it's see just... her fingers curl around the hilt of a dagger. Can, no, can Vargas, no. like, give her, like, a smack upside the head? What have you done with my daughter? <laughs> we can, found- like, push her, like, he'll put his whole hand on her face and push her out of the way. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, but we found your daughter out. We just wanted to give you the news. Ignore her. She doesn't- she's not good with people. Where is she? Nikolai and his companions, perhaps you know him, are bringing her here. Where is my girl? I want to see her. Hasn't been brought here? So you went ahead. I haven't seen her for three days. Where is she? You said three days. Three days. I haven't slept. I haven't eaten. The guards will not go out and look for her. Where is she? Where is my child? I'm very sorry, but Nisa is dead. Her... Her body sh- should be brought back soon. I don't know why our friends didn't bring it, but we wanted you to know. Is there a chair here? Yeah, there are a couple. There are, yeah. uh, they are straight benches, no backs. Okay, well, Pandora grabs a bench, or just, like, moves a bench, mm-hmm. and pushes on Adora's shoulder until she sits down. Vargas will sit on the bench next to her, but, like, giving her enough space. We'll say, I'm the one that found... Your daughter, but it looked like she'd been dead far longer than three days. Three days ago, she was here with me. How, how did she look three days ago? And like her hand curls again around the dagger. Sorry, that was insensitive of me. What we found, I don't know if this is something that happens a lot around here, but it looked like the life had been sucked out of her. She was like a husk, dried of all blood. And she will, she will pace behind that counter and you can see from like her gait the way she carries herself this woman is a former adventurer and she'll nothing here does nothing here could there are others who have gone missing though i didn't yeah, we think did here never her she was she was so brave and she was good we think she escaped from whatever took her we think she was trying to make her way back to you she was such a strong girl if anyone could have made it it would have been her Something took my girl. Where is her body? I have to see it. We will, we will talk to our friend Nikolai and ask him what happened, um, because they were supposed to bring his body back. But your daughter... Did you said a hunting party? 
Yes, a hunting party. Yeah, did you furnish any hunt? Like, I know every hunter in this town. Any of them named Nikolai? Average-looking sort of fellow? I don't know. I don't know any Nikolai. What about a party? They all shared a similar seal on their effects. Tell me. Describe it. What did it look like again? It was, and Mercy shudders while she describes it, it was a wolf's head. A wolf's head, that's right. I couldn't remember if it was a wolf or a bear, but yeah, it was um, like a wolf's head. When you, when you say the word wolf, like all of the color drains from her face, she'll, no, no. No one in Harmonio. No one would do that. No one. But no one would do what? Do what? No one would bear a crest like that. Why? Wolves are pretty terrible, but... We don't. We don't invite that. And she spits on the ground of her own armory. No one would invite a curse like that. Not into Harmonia, no. Forgive me, we're not from around here. What What's the significance of the wolf? No, we don't. We don't talk about it. We don't invite that evil into our town. Do you know what town would? None. Maybe a neighboring town? No, no one in Kartakis invites that. Well, someone did. And they have your daughter's body. We can't help you if you don't tell us what it means. Maybe you I know can it's hard. write it down. Hmm? Write it down, perhaps. Write it down. She like, and when you look at the counter, you see that all of her, um, all of her papers and stuff, they all have scratch marks on them, in numerals, no text. Oh, oh. I can't, I can't give you that. I can't invite that evil into my. I'm the only blacksmith they have. I can't. And you, you cannot say it, but can you sink it? And she just sort of, like, narrows her eyes at you. I'm not a witch, but... My companion here has a very unique and special gift, and I think you would benefit from this. Devilry, witchcraft, I, I won't have any part of it. I just want my daughter. I just want my daughter. This will help us find her and bring her back to you. And find the people who did this to her. <sighs> Give me a persuasion. With advantage. Yeah, we're helping. Hey. There is uh, a high DC to make Kartokins talk about wolves. Okay, that's a 14. With advantage? With advantage, I rolled a 7 and 8. I'm going to use my inspiration. Yeah, do it. Um, roll this again. Okay, that's a 16. That will do it. And she'll... Two minutes. You must leave in two minutes. Tell us. I cannot say. We'll be out of your hair in two minutes. Less than that, if you're a little more cooperative. And she looks at mercy like a side I, I cannot say um oh uh and then mercy tries to just like subtly tap into the woman's brain um and she casts detect thoughts and it's very interesting like tapping into another person's brain because thoughts are not sometimes they're pictures sometimes they're strange images sometimes it's very surreal what plays in front of you. Sometimes it's text, sometimes it's runaway speech, but for her, it is this, it's a lot of blood, it's a dark moon, it's raw iron, and it is a wolf with the face of a man. Mercy's heart starts to race, um, and I guess she probably did the same thing she did with Vasily, where she like laid her forehead and her horn touching the woman's forehead, mm-hmm. and she stumbles back really quickly and just like curls up into a little ball on the floor. And she will like the moment that the the wolf with the man's face uh, comes into her surface thoughts, she'll push away from the counter. She'll out, get out. 
We're very she, sorry. Get out! Please. Uh, Fergus will, like, bodily lift Mercy and now, uh, like, shuffle the rest of them out. Please, just, please just go. I'll find her myself. Just go. Mercy is, uh, lifted, um, and just crying on Vargas's shoulder. So there- as she, when she, when she tells you to go, she actually turns her back to you. Is there anything that you want to do in, like, the final moments before you leave? I'll gently close the door. And when you close the door and you turn, you actually see Annika leaning against the building, looking at you. No body? No. Mercy, what did you see? Mercy's, like, wiping her tears away and was like, it was terrible. It was like a wolf, but it had a man's face. And I think it was maybe a werewolf or a wolf there. Anyway, I don't, I don't like wolves. I've seen them before. They're so terrible. And she just, like, covers her face um, and curls up again. If Vargas is still carrying her, she'll just close. Yes. Uh, Vargas will pull out like a silk handkerchief and hand it to her. Oh. It's embroidered. All of you can hear the sound of the lock bar on the armory and the shutter coming down. Would would Vargas know that it was like a werewolf or like what that is? Uh, anybody who wants to think about it can give me, let's say, Arcana if you've gone to wizard school or survival if you have been living out in the woods by yourself for a while. It's neither of those. proficient in survival. Does that count? Hmm? What if we're proficient in survival? I I mean, Constantine has been living out in the woods for a while, right? That's that's true. She's lived in lots of different places. Yeah, Pandora would also have survival, so. I got a 19. 19? I got a 15, so. I also got a 19. Uh, Anybody who got more than a 15 knows that, like, a wolf with a man's face is possibly a lycanthrope. Um, what else do you tell them? About what you saw, Mercy? Um, that there was lots of blood, um, but she's very just focused on the on the wolf. We Sounds- don't think a wolf killed this girl, right? No, and it was a man's face, and the girl was, she was scared of a woman. She kept saying she and her. That's sad, Nikolai's friends. Well... Do you think he lied to us? Uh, Nobody here so seems nice. to know him. The and guard, the guard knew him. The guard knew him. Sadia, I believe her name was Sadia. What if, Vargas, you're going to like this. What if that's not really what he looks like? I mean, he's very plain. He probably looks worse. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he was just absolutely hideous and the best he could do was look average or bad. <laughs> Just a total uggo. <laughs> just an uggy boy. Uggy boy. Simpson's not uggy, guys. He's handsome. <laughs> king of the uggies. He's not king of the uggies. I'm sorry. So, well, the only the only person that has known anything about Nikolai was that awful guard. So maybe we should go back there and find out because we're not having any luck in here. There's obviously something weird going on with him and his weird little. Or maybe we should go to those rooms where they said he he had a private room. Maybe the people there can tell us who he is. Yes, but Nikolai told us to go there, and right now I'm not too sold on him, even if he is the most handsome man that I've ever seen in my entire life. Sigurd seemed to like Constantina, um, because she's so pleasant uh, and lovely. Uh, So maybe Constantina can talk to Sigurd. 
Sure. And um, I think, uh, so my assumption is that I found some wine during the, um, you know, revelry. So I don't know if Constantina is like fully. (laughs) Yeah, they were handing out wine like willy nilly. So yeah. And so I during this whole um, discussion in the shop, I definitely was like hanging out like in the doorway, kind of like watching the revelry in the street. Mm -hmm. So um, I yes, I'm very eager to uh, continue moving. So um, let's go find uh, the guard. And her name was was Sadia, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. good. Good news. Um, okay, so uh, let's let's go find Sadia and maybe ask her a few more questions. I think that she will be helpful. And plus, she seemed to know Nikolai. So, you know, at least somebody here recognized him. So that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Do we all want to go to talk to the guard? Or do some of us want to go uh, talk to the, I'm forgetting, it's the something melody the rooms we're going to. The masked Mask- melody? Masked melody, the masked melody. Or we could all stick together. Hmm. I feel like we should stick together because people keep going missing and nobody knows why. And That's a good point, Constantina. You're so smart. <laughs> I just love you so much, Mercy. Vasily oh. <laughs> <laughs> just starts walking towards the masked melody. We're getting on towards about mid-afternoon now. Mm. Are the streets still... Are the people still partying or like what's, um, they've what's the started to come around towards the northern ward. So if you if you want to get to the Whirling Bridge and talk to Saudia, now would probably be the time to do it before you're okay. walking against the parade to do it. Okay. Mercy will notice Vasily walking towards the masked melody. And she will uh, tell Constantina, I think that Vasily is mad at me, but mm-hmm. it is hard to tell because it's also what she's normally like. But I better go, I better go talk to her. So Mercy will follow Vasily to the Monster Melody. Anyone else going to the North Ward? Or to um, the Whirling Bridge? I will go to the uh, Mass Melody. Pandora will go with Constantina okay. then. At the very least, none of us should go off on our own. Okay. It's okay. Now, now Constantina is the most safe. <laughs> Realistically. This is all the plan. Yeah, and this is a very small town, so if... If I scream really, really loudly, they might hear? No, they will not hear that. Not over the parade. Now, if you divine smite, they might hear. Um, okay, so let's what go What are ahead. those bright lights in the sky? So... As you all are passing a couple of the buildings, you see that most of them have already been locked down. Uh, For whatever reason, the armory was left open, maybe to chew horses, who knows? Who knows why blacksmiths do anything? Peasants, who knows? But as you get to the Whirling Bridge, you see that the gates are closing and they're beginning to lock them. Wait, wait, please don't close the gates. There are are, uh, multiple guards that are on this side of the gate. And they'll, uh, they'll hail you and, ah, Vistana! Hello! I am looking for Sadia. Is she, um, currently working a shift or, uh... Oh, uh, Sadia finished the morning shift, uh, probably joined the parade. Uh, we have to Ooh. go do that. We just locked the gates so, you know, nobody tries to enter in the f- confusion. Uh, yes, uh, that makes sense. Um, do you know... Uh, something I can help you with? Um, do you know somebody named uh, Nikolai? Nikolai Locke? And, um, roll me a d4 real quick. So I can un- I can see which guard you got. <laughs> Three. No reason. <laughs> um, and he'll... I I mean, I don't know everyone who comes in here. Uh, sure. Does he I mean, a, he's a, a traitor, or... 
Um, he is a hunter and he is quite attractive. So I feel like you would remember him. Uh, hunters usually take the west, br- the west gate. Um, sometimes hmm. the south through the pastures. You might have better luck finding someone who knows him. I don't. I don't know everybody who comes through here. Sorry. Sure. Um, do you is is Sadia? Would you say that she is a trustworthy person? Sure, she's a guard, so... So so I imagine you have a very rigorous standard for guards. Of course, yeah, of course we do. We have a we have an extremely high standard for guards. And he'll kind of, like, against the locked gate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, impatiently, or like... No, he'll, he'll lean against the gate, but when he does, you see, like, a little flex in his bicep. <laughs> oh. oh, I hate him. <laughs> Oh, well, what's, uh, what is your name? Kristoff. Uh, oh, hello, Kristoff. I am Constantina of Shalomov. Constantina, I uh, never... Well, I mean, we, we do have Vistani here, but, y- you know, I'm pleased to meet you. Very pleased. I'm, very, I'm very, very pleased, pleased to meet you. It, this is, I have to say, that this is the most wonderful place I have ever been in all of Ravenloft, and it's thanks to people like you. We are just so... So delighted to have you. So delighted. Um, okay, so can I ask, can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. Well, um, so, okay, so normally Vistana are not always treated with, you know, the respect that we clearly deserve. And that is um, just a shame. Oh, I know, don't I know? Yes. Um, so well, why why does Harmonia have such a reverence for uh, Vistani? I mean, I think it's great, but I'm just a little curious. We just... Love Vistani here. We just love you. Your people I have such a rich culture. Insight on this sleaze bag. Yeah, <laughs> roll that insight. Uh, goes so well. You know, Nine. my first girlfriend was a quarter Vistani. Oh, uh, well. I mean, it doesn't really work like that. But you know, I'm not going to. Uh, um, you know, that's great. As long as she is proud of her I mean, culture. I've been told I'm Vistani on my grandmother's side. She's a Vistani <laughs> princess, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. What'd you say your <laughs> would you say your insight was, Pandora? It was a nine. Uh but, he seems like a sleaze bag, but yeah. a sleaze bag. That's so nice for you. I'm sure your grandfather must be so proud. He was. Constantina, shall we? And Pandora offers her arm to Constantina. Oh, if you if you ever sleep. need somewhere to, uh, I, I mean, I I don't cook like you know as good as any Vistani uh, woman would, but you know I learned a few things from an from an an ex girlfriend. Uh, come by my apartment and uh, and I just I have all of these miniature Vardos. You'd love them. Just I decorate. I okay okay well. Thank you so much, Kristoff. Yeah. It was nice to meet you. Oh. Oh, we're Nailed going it. to get going now. Nailed it. Yes. So <laughs> we're going to get the hell out of there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I hated this more than the speaks with dead. Honestly, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> was the it creepier than the speaks with <laughs> <laughs> I should have named him Chad. I feel like Kristoff is like Chad. the Ravenloft Chad. Yeah, right. Ravenloft Chad. <laughs> Chadius. 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 Oh. Chad is like, this is their greatest villain yet. Yes. <laughs> okay, moving moving through the South Ward with our th- wayward spellcasters, uh, our three witches. 
So as you're moving through here, uh, you can see where the parade has left off. There are coins in the street, uh, tons of, of broken-stemmed flowers, uh, discarded flagons. And you see that there are a couple people sweeping with brooms where the, where the parade had come through. There is a, an enormous mansion behind these uh, high walls uh, towards the east. And you also see uh, something that looks rather like hmm, perhaps a, an academy, just a large building. And um, it has many statues of like harps and other musical instruments that have been carved into the sides. Tons of, uh, of angelic figures that are playing flutes, etc. You could rightly assume that this was some manner of bardic college, perhaps an academy. And... Um, <laughs> on the western side, going south. Sorry, Lisa started laughing and I laughed. Uh, <laughs> on the on the, if you're coming south, on the western side, you see all the big buildings. On the eastern side, you see a sunken amphitheater, and ahead of you is a marketplace that lined the city square. And if uh, Vargas is reading the. Uh, signs for the buildings and stuff. It doesn't take very long for you to pass by a, a rare bookseller, an, a pawnbroker, some a, a potion seller, like an apothecary, maybe. Where's the Bed Bath and Beyond, though? Like I have a coupon. So. Oh yeah, that's probably the that's probably the potions and <laughs> a potion seller, a clinic, some place that seems to be selling a ton of sheet music. And eventually you see a tavern with a mask on the uh, sign hanging outside. Um, every time we pass a musical sort of store, Mercy turns to Vasily and Vargas and is like, Do you think Constantina would like some sheet music? I have some gold and some credits. We should try to bake so no, I can get some and then get, get Constantina. So, we, no? We don't have time for this. I think it would be better if, like, perhaps we brought her back to choose her own. Music can be a very personal thing. Yes, sure. and, and we can walk around to see store and... Oh, I like Seaside Dia Vargas. Thank you. Of course, anytime. Um, it's like a fist bump with you. <laughs> he doesn't know. Like, <laughs> what? And he's like... Don't hurt you me, I make you love it. <laughs> yeah, you're like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to imagine that you have to like demonstrate what it is, and then like, and then, and then you blow it up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is just like I don't know. Every woman that I've met so far looks capable of breaking me in half, and yeah. I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, Vargas loves a woman who can kick his ass. Anyway, uh, what is the what is the tavern look like? So like, this is tavern is ringed by several very large houses. You could go so far as to call them manors, noble people's houses. Mercy, you've seen houses like these in Darkon. Uh, you grew up in a house very close to these sizes. Probably bigger and probably cleaner than over here. A couple of the houses are a little run down. One looks completely abandoned. And uh, this tavern is different from most taverns that you see. There are no windows. Only a sign. That's weird. And instead of being painted in blues and greens and yellow, it is just flat red. Oh, I love like it. it. Let's go. It's like me, but a building. Uh, is it the kind <laughs> that like you have to knock on? You do have to knock. I knock immediately. Like almost like 
like a little sweat on the brow, like mm-hmm. pulling out his, his like uh, cravat. Constantina and Pandora, how quickly are you returning? Um, um, now that best. the parade has come around the oh, the gates, yeah. <laughs> you, you can feel you can feel Kristoff's uh, <laughs> eyes like burning a hole in your backs between yeah. your shoulder blades. Like, yeah, oh, we can have dinner. Bring your friend. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Pandora's like got one arm, you know, through Constantina's, and the other arm on her sword. And- <laughs> Like, trying to lead your drunk girlfriend home from the club. <laughs> That's me. Everyone's drunk. <laughs> like, Try to lead the bachelorette back to the hotel. She's just like, oh, I love it here. This is the best place. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Vargas, when you knock against the door, this uh, sort of an iron wood, you go, and you hear a shook, and you see two eyes peer at you from this uh, this darkened side. I um I pull the card that Nikolai gave us and I just I don't even say anything I just hold it up. Okay, and he looks at you. What is that? I was I was told that there's a private room here. We got private rooms for everyone. Someone named Nikolai. It, you don't see even like a small spark of recognition. How much are the private rooms? Price of entry. Same price of entry as everyone else. A story. Um. I ain't got all day. And when you say a story, what do you mean? A story. A, a story. We're a story. And he'll like look past you. A story. This one can read minds. Yeah. No, I, I'm not a veech. I didn't ask for witches. But, not a witch, um, apparently. Not, do we each not need witches. to tell a story or one story for all of us? Story apiece, price of entry. Mercy just looks back and forth between Vasily and Vargas. No story, um, no entry. And Vasily walks up and she's like, "What? One one day I woke Knock up. On the door. And, oh, story. One day I woke up and it was a really bad day. And I there were all these people there, and Mercy was there. And then we walked into the woods, and there was a dead body." And then we came to this awful town and there was music and then we came here and that's my story, the end. Shink. Is this is this like a human? Like what kind of Yeah, this is a human. Most of the people that you've met in Kartakas have been humans. Alright. And then he'll Junk. Alright. One story, one entry. Who's next? <sighs> did Vasily get to go inside? Yeah, does he open the door for me? No, he's going to wait until you're all oh. paid up. Mercy will knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Junk. Once upon a time, there was a little baby who was the prettiest baby in the world. But then mysterious forces swapped the baby with a changeling. I hate this story. <laughs> the family tied the changeling to the lightning rod on top of their house. Mm-hmm. And lightning struck, but instead of killing the changeling baby, she lived. Mm-hmm. She turned ghostly white and got storm powers, and she could see the dead. And they named her Mercy because death showed her mercy. The end. Well, not the end. Two stories, two entries. <laughs> uh, I was forced to ride on the back of a horse with a very average-looking man. Is that is that good enough? <laughs> it was awful. I hated it. Say say the end. The end. Pretty short story. (laughs) 
straight to the point. I didn't like it. The end. Shunk. Okay, about this time, Constantina and Pandora also reach this area. And you see the the door to this tavern has shunked closed. You haven't been let in yet? We have to tell stories. Stories! Oh, stories! <sighs> How I said today that this is the most amazing place ever. Junk. <laughs> three stories, three entries. Oh, hello. Uh, I am Constantina. Um, we are really excited to go into your establishment. And may I just say that it's really neat that you um, ask for stories before um, letting people inside. I think that like storytelling should be all currency personally. But you, know. you with them? Um, I am. These are my best friends, mm. and we are really excited to be in your establishment tonight. Story. Okay, so one of, once upon a time, there was this really cool um, Vistana camp outside of Valaki uh, in Barovia. Have you been to Barovia before? It's um, beautiful, but a little weird and well okay that's a that's a whole other story and um there was this girl and her name was yelena like me and like other yvistana like you have to travel around a lot otherwise you become like this creepy undead creature called Mordu. and well yelena um she never wanted to leave barovia so she one day woke up and she was a zombie um and then we had to uh you know we had to kill her and then we had a big party afterwards um then it was really cool and magical uh, the end, right? Or maybe just the beginning. I mean, I never like to say that like stories have an end because I like to think that you know they um um. Did you not like that story? Hmm. Wow. It's a wonderful story. Wow, wow, junk, junk. Four stories, four entries. <sighs> That's a, such a good one. I love to tell that one. And Tora, you have to tell a story. I think Constantina's story should count for two. It was so good. Nope. Yeah, Laura, you can do it. Just Tavern owners <laughs> Vistani. No exceptions for Vistani. Wait, no exceptions for Vistani? Not even a little bit of an exception? Nope. Come on. Nope. Once upon a time, there was a girl who knew what her purpose was. And then <laughs> she failed in that purpose and thought herself gone. But the mist had other plans. The end. You all aren't from here, are you? Obviously not. Can we come in or what? Shunk. And then the door <laughs> open, and he is holding five masks. Ooh. <gasps> are these are these single use masks, or have these been used before? <laughs> we clean them, and he his thumb and <laughs> on the inside. Oh, is your sound all good? <laughs> Vasily <laughs> holds hers out to Mercy too. <laughs> like, Mercy like goes into her bag. She's like on the ground now, like in the doorway. You gotta wear oh, him to come in. I um, would gladly wear it. <laughs> um, and, uh, Can I see that Vargas just has his own mask? <laughs> what does it look like? Tell me. Um, so Lisa and I went to this crazy mask store in upstate New York last October, and they had a mask that looked like uh, a hand. Like, it's a leather yeah, mask. Like, Perfect. It was really and, cool. Yeah, it looks like a hand over your face, so it looks like that. Vargas is like, no, 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 I have my He's own. like, no, he just, like, whips it out and, like, ties it on. He's like, I'm ready. Okay. And, uh, he shows you inside. Now, the mask melody is a feast for the senses, and you feel famished. The air is hazy with sweet-smelling smoke and heavy perfume. 
Wine flows easily here, and flickering wax candles in red lanterns line the velvet-draped booths. Everywhere there are people in these sheer silk outfits just writhing for paying customers in masks who flip coins onto their circular stages. An empty booth awaits you, and the veiled woman with a tray of drinks instructs you to take your ease. Pandora does not look at ease. <laughs> Vasily does not look at ease either. <laughs> Mercy's also uncomfortable. Berg's doing fine. Yeah, me too. Uh, the woman in the veil is a young Vistani girl, and she will curtsy very prettily and How can I help you? Would you like to try the house blend for today? Yes, please. And I reach for one. Um, it is n- not a drink. Oh. Oh, I, um, do you have any beverages here? Oh, yes, of course. These are on the house, but our house blend today is the devil's tongue. It is opium. Ooh. Yes, let's go! (laughs) 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 BT-dub chat, the uh, stream just got 18+, plus, so uh, don't do drugs, kids. (laughs) Yeah. so uh she will curtsy again uh, a little clumsily and she will go to the bar where there is another veiled woman there uh much older she is also vistana and she will arrange this pipe on it and hand her a bowl of vegetation and she will come back and start to hand the bowls out um, everybody can take perception if they like. 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 13 as well. Dirty 20. Okay. And I'm sorry, what'd you get, Constantina? 13. 13? Okay. And, um, she will arrange the dish and she will show you the hose and everything and peep anybody who has glanced at other booths and seen the way that they partake is going to do pretty decently so anybody who got a uh perception of 15 or higher um you can now roll a performance with advantage if you're going to partake of the devil's tongue i rolled a four and mercy doesn't know what this is so i feel like she took one of the little wools and is just like uh <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't. I, I got a dirty 20 on this. Yeah, yeah, so like... Actually, technically higher, hold on. 23. Yeah, 23. let's, like, when she lights it and then hands Vargas the pipe, she, Vargas hits it like a champ. Uh, Mercy. I tried to eat it. Mm. And she will, no, 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 no. No, oh no! You're not supposed to eat it, Vasily. No, no, absolutely. Not. I feel like Vasily might know. Vasily <laughs> definitely knows. Yeah, no. Vasily has seen no. enough uh, mage school parties to be like. Yeah. <laughs> so, so who who is partaking? Well, I'm going to roll a performance to pretend to partake, and yeah, I got an eighteen. Absolutely. Yep, that is fine. You definitely Just constantly casting you, minor illusions. <laughs> Yeah, I do have minor illusion. So yeah, can, and she will. She doesn't even notice, so she will charge you all the same. Um, <laughs> anybody else? 
Um, Mercy will see that Vasily is partaking, so this should be okay, and she will try. Uh, what about um, Pandora? Are you partaking? No, Pandora is extremely uncomfortable, so she's going to do whatever what she does when she's uncomfortable and divine sense again. Okay, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, when you va- divine sense, nothing seems to be going on. It's it's spiritually harmless, but it is opium. <laughs> um it is you do like smell the faintest hint it's called devil's tongue but there's nothing infernal about it you just know like it seems to be magical yeah. uh constantina um no i would like to get a drink though yeah she will she will pass you a little bit of um ale she'll we we usually uh, water down the drinks, <laughs> you know, just so that nobody is sick afterwards. Uh, the devil's tongue can be very, very potent. Uh, that one of the fun things about it is when you partake, it basically uh, you learn the truth about yourself from other people's mouths. Well, shit. <laughs> and she'll actually like as she's handing you the ale, Constantina. She'll. Do I, do I know you? Um, I don't know. I, my name is Constantina Shalomov. Um, I'm not from around here, but roll me a perception. I got a twenty, by the way. On your perception? <laughs> oh, on your performance. On my performance. Oh, yeah. You also hit it like a champ. I imagine Vargas goes ahead of you, and you're just like, oh, like this. <laughs> don't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's when you when you puff out the smoke ring, it's perfect and unbroken. Now, Constantina, what'd you get on your perception? I got a seventeen. And she will. Do you? Are you from Darkon? Uh no, I'm from Barovia, but I travel all over the place, so I'm not really from any you know one place. But I just came from Darkon. Your perception of seventeen will tell you that she also just came from Darkon. Oh, um, it seems like you have also recently traveled from Darkon. And when you, when you say that, and she touches her hand against yours to give you your drink, you get this sensation of a sweet wine in your mouth. And you know that she was at that matchbook menagerie meeting. What's, what's your name? Rusa. Oh no. Um, is everything okay? We thought... Oh, we didn't mean to. It, we thought that if we, if we drugged you, you would not come. Harmonia. You know, it's just to to your memory. You know, it's. We thought that you would not hear the song. What happened to me and Dargan? Because there was sh- 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 a bunch of your, your voice down. Well, can we talk about this? Because yes. I have a lot of questions. We will talk about it right now. But you need to remain calm. What do you mean you drugged her? The song calls to every Vistani. We are all called to Gardakis. Cannot leave. Any Vistani who is called here cannot travel back through the mists. We are stuck. We thought that I received ascending. We thought that if we erased the desire to leave, to go to Gardakis, that even if you are trapped in Darkon, that is no, that is no crime. They. Your magic is still accepted there. We almost got killed in Tarkon. So, I mean, you could have maybe let me know that, you know, something was going on. Leave me a note after, afterward or... 
you still came to Kartakis either way. It brings you always. The song comes always. Who is singing the song? Who, who, who does this? I do not know. We are trapped here. I. There has have. There has to be a way. If there is a way to call us, there is a way for us to, to, to break that. It is not a way that we have found, and there are many Vistani who have been here for generations. Is that is that why people treat Vistani differently here? We are like pets in gilded cages here. This is no is life for Vistani. Uh, and when did you get here? You must have gotten gotten here when I did, right? I heard the call after that meeting. I feel like my I lost I lost some time in my memories, and I don't know how long it was traveling through the mist. Like I I don't know like what how long I've been here. Do you know how long you've been here? Two months. Two months. Okay. Um, do you know anything about the people who have gone missing? We're trying to to figure out why a young girl was murdered. My age you or younger. Right? Beautiful girls, beautiful boys. It is the same. Are they or just any anyone? It does not matter. Usually poor. Okay. Do you know somebody named Nikolai? Did someone named Nikolai come here? I don't know Nikolai. Okay. Vargas. During this conversation, you don't hear any of this. You don't hear a single thing this Vistani girl is saying, except Mom. that she has turned her face to you and she says, What do you think will happen when you stop being the smartest person in the room? What happens when they figure out what you did? It's no wonder she was so desperate to get home. To get away from you. All that money for those fortune tellers. She never left. She died here. There is no greater purpose. <laughs> Keep pulling those white gloves over those red hands. <laughs> like set the pipe down. Like, Bit too much, I think. And Mercy, as you smoke. So funny. So funny, Vasily. Mercy, as you smoke, you don't hear anything she says to Vargas, and you don't hear anything she says to Constantina. But she drapes both hands on that table. She bats her eyes so pretty at you. You'll never find her. And mother and father know all about you. They know what you are. They know what you did in La Mordia. Do you really believe they'll let you come back home? I don't know. Why, when they could have a real daughter? I don't... I feel funny, Vasily. I don't like this. They can have a real daughter who doesn't lie about what she is. Who observes the eternal order. Vasily, are you here? Where did you go? You are everything they hate. Vasily? You can never go home. Vasily, I don't... I don't feel good. She's not your friend. Yes, she is. You have no friends. You only have people who are waiting to use you. Vasily would never... You think so? I know so. Vasily always has my back. She is so powerful and she hangs out with you. Huh. Pathetic. And she looks back at Vargas. Look at you. Can s surround yourself with all of these dead people. They are just waiting to die. They are waiting for it to be all your fault. And do you know what you will do then? Nothing. You will walk away and pretend it never happened. Or better yet, blame someone else. 
It's all you were ever good at, isn't it? Who are you, my mother? Like, hits the pipe again? Yeah. Yeah, he just hits that pipe, and when he says that, she's... You wish, don't you, to have a normal mother? To have a mother who was not so desperate to be away from you? And it was on her face every moment she saw you. Every single day, everybody looks at her and they say, You don't belong here. You should have been a daughter. How sad. And at that moment, you hear the door burst open. And Nikolai storms in. <gasps> I need help! I don't feel good. Mercy throws up. <laughs> Gotta keep up our quota. When <laughs> <laughs> you throw up, uh, Rusa actually... Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, are you oh. all right? Oh no, let me get you some water and a handkerchief. What no, could you get away possibly from me? Oh, no. no. Oh, I am so sorry. I lose so many tips this way. Vasily <laughs> <laughs> hands her the the brown liquid that she made that the other day. Now, Vasily like and Pandora, you heard what she told Constantina, but not what okay. she told Mercy and Vargas. Right. Right. Okay. And oh. Nikolai storms into the room, and he's. I need help. You have some questions to answer, Nikolai. I can't right now. There are undead in the streets. They've got a woman. And Pandora is up and sword out, out the door. Guess we better follow that one. Yeah, Vasily helps Mercy up. Like, Mercy, like, clings to the front of Vasily's dress. and She's just like, we're friends, right? You like me? Yes. <laughs> yes, we're friends. Let's go. We have to deal with this. Okay. I'm, I'm going to follow, and I want to um, just touch the uh, Vistana woman's arm. I'll come back for you. We will figure out a way. I believe in you. If anyone can help us, it's you. I don't know what to do with that, so I'm just going to keep <laughs> You are You are the only Vistani who has not lost her <laughs> power completely, so it's probably true. Okay, so as you storm out of the door, that has been left wide open where the bouncer has vacated in the wake of Nikolai busting through it. Nikolai leads you out into the city streets, and you see a group of decaying creatures. One of them has his arm on the wrist of a young woman in a uh, a tight bodice and skirt. And Pandora unsheaths her sword and slams her sword down into the cobblestones. For the record, I do not recommend doing this with a non-magical sword. And says, let her go. Okay. And I would like to use turn undead. Yeah. So in this this group, you see about 10 undead creatures, and I need you to go ahead and tell me what that DC is. 14. 14. So they need to... So, oh yeah. So you see five of these decaying creatures, and one with a large sword, all sort of skitter backwards, and they start hissing at you. And this one with the sword, he's... Also holding a shield and heal sort of along the edge of the aura that you are releasing. However, the one that is holding the woman's arm turns around and this revenant lowers his gaze at you. My lady paladin, such a pleasure to see you this far down south. I'm just ready to attack him. Okay. Everybody roll me a d20. 14. I rolled a one for a total of four. Uh, I got a 19. All right, Vasily, you are top of the top of the initiative order. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I am a liar. 
The Revenant is the top of their initiative order. For everybody who is watching, we're doing popcorn initiative. So we're going to be bouncing back and forth with our players deciding who goes next. Our Revenant is first, and then, which means I will be going first. Uh, the zombies will all be one group, and the white that is accompanying the zombies as their master is a third group. And the Revenant does an elaborate bow, and he'll... My lady paladin, it's a pleasure to see you this far south. I didn't think you'd ever come. And he fixes Pandora with a vengeful glare. And I need Pandora to make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, this is not a charm effect, is it? Uh, it's a paralysis effect. Can you yeah. be paralyzed? Yeah, I can be, unfortunately. Um, but that's a wisdom saving throw. That's a 22. You Pandora glares right back. Yeah, you feel like this necrotic energy start to settle on your shoulders and you just roll your shoulders and shake it off of you. And he'll fantastic. Finally a fair fight. And uh, what did you know about fighting fair? I guess I wouldn't know anything. We're gonna go Vasily, since you thought you were going first, you're gonna go now. I am going to reach into my robes immediately. Well, first of all, I'm going to position myself kind of behind Pandora because she's strong girl. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to reach into my robes and pull out the mist grenade I created from the mist that was inside the dread, domain of dread that was inside my closet for some reason. Fantastic. And I'm going to throw <laughs> it, just like chuck it at the white. Do you remember the stats I gave you for that? Yes, I do. It is a one-time use grenade. When thrown, it will envelop the nearest creature. If their will is not strong enough, they will be swallowed by the mist and spit into the realm of the mist's origins. <laughs> okay, yeah. What's the what's the saving throw? Uh, wisdom DC 16. Okay, let's take a look. Whites aren't known for being particularly wise. Vasily, what's it look like? <gasps> Yay! Um, it's like, she pulls it out and it's like one of those like rounded glass bottles with a little stopper in it. And it's got this swirling white mist in it. And she just like chucks it really hard and it like hits him and shatters and just envelops him in like a silvery white mist. All right. And this mist swirls around as like a small uh, whirlwind and then poof, into nowhere. And now Vasily has a white living in her house in Darkon somewhere. That, that's <laughs> I, locked, I locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... Vasily took the white out. Is there anything else that you'd like to do? Um, I think that's probably my action, so I'll just like back up a little bit more behind just safe as can be behind Pandora. Absolutely. These uh these undead were about 30 feet away from the front door. Now five zombies have like skittered away as far as possible. I believe they go 15 feet for a turn. Um, it says they are turned for one minute, uh, can't willingly move, move as far away from me as it can, can't willingly move okay. to a space within 30 feet okay. of me. So, so five of these zombies are 50 feet away from you all because they can only move 30 on their turn and she surprised the crap out of them. All right, Vasily, who's next? Let's have Vargas next. Um, yeah, I will cast Eldritch Blast. Mm -hmm. I get two blasts at fifth level. Okay. Who are you going to blast at? I will go for, well, the white is in a closet now, I guess. So yeah, there goes my moment. He's but... not even in this, <laughs> in this domain <laughs> anymore. <laughs> um, I'll shoot one at the nearest undead and then the other one at the revenant. Absolutely. 
Uh, 12. Is that the one for the zombie? Yes. Okay. The zombie, yeah, hits. Okay. And uh, um, what about the revenant? Ooh, three. Ooh, no. And then it's 1d10. That is a nine. Yes, force damage. 1d10, force damage, so nine. So a nine, yeah. A nine, one of the d- zombies, like, its arm just blows straight off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. who's next, Vargas? Um, Mercy. Okay, Mercy. Yay! Um, Alright, so is the Revenant still holding this innocent? Yes. Okay. Uh, so as the Vasily uh, throws the bottle and Miss show up and, like, take this the white away, Mercy is going to uh, hold out her gauntleted hand mm-hmm. um, and one little piece of mist stays and grows into a cloud, um, which starts to surround the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mercy uh, will shout out, like, you can uh, you can trust me, and I will cast Levitate. She's freaked out and unwilling. She gets a save. Otherwise, I'd like to levitate her out of his grasp if possible. Okay. Um, she is freaked out, but you look a lot better than this Revenant. So um, let me, I'm going to give him like a strength to hold on to her. So right, I'm going to cool. roll that real quick. To see. <laughs> he does not. He actually, yeah. you see his arm, his hand just like let her go. And like he pulls his own sword. So my levitate looks like a little cloud holding her up 20 feet. So it levitates her up. Who goes after you? Uh, after me uh, will be Constantina. Constantina. Well, I am going to cast a Vicious Mockery on the Revenant. So it needs to make a Wisdom Saving Throw. Okay. What's the what's the DC? Uh, 15. Uh, it got a 9 plus 3 is 12. So okay. tell me about it. Oh, so I want I want to use my um, Shakespeare insult generator for whatever I'm ready. Okay, here's a good one. You greasy, pale-hearted pignut, and then it takes <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, seven points of psychic damage. Yeah, you see it just sort of like kind of kind of clutch its pearls for a second. Now. Pandora, you know that it's kind of feigning this a little because you know that this Revenant is resistant to psychic damage, but he's still like... (laughs) (laughs) Constantina, whose turn is it? Um, I also just want to say that it has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just so you know. Uh, Pandora, I think, is the only one who hasn't gone in Except for the the, the villains. Well, sure. Some of them ran away. And TK's yeah, so yeah. oh, no. uh, I think if we don't choose the villains, they get to go two times. Yeah, oh, no. it's the, it's the roughness. Uh, okay, I'll reluctantly pick the enemies. Zombies. Go for it. Half the zombies are meh. The other three zombies are all going to attack together. They're going to attack Pandora, Vargas, and Vasily. And they're going to like kind of just body slam at y'all. Okay, uh, it does nothing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, the one that rolled your armor class was attacking Pandora, so Pandora just steps in the way of that hit for you. <laughs> All right. So the zombies just went. That puts us, we're going to say it's Pandora's turn. Okay. Pandora steps forward and brings her shining long. Her long sword is, in fact, the blade of it is the only part of her armor and equipment that is polished to a mirror sheen. 
Uh, so she brings her shining long sword up and attacks the revenant. Okay. That is a 23 and a non-natural 20. It's both time. And I'm going to use a smite. I'm That's going to be 2d10 plus 2d8 radiant damage. Oh, but it's also undead. Mm-hmm. Um, so plus 3d8 radiant damage. So first, um, weapon damage is, oh, wow, uh, from two long sword attacks is 19. And the radiant damage... <laughs> <laughs> two ones. Uh, the radiant damage is five. Okay. And of course it is heckin' vulnerable. Uh, so Pandora slashes at it twice and uh, with both, with her longsword in both hands. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do? That is my turn. I'm gonna stay right in front of it. Who goes after you? We're at the top of the initiative. Uh, after me, back to Vasily. Uh, when, you, when you do slash that revenant, he'll sort of I love a lady with a little fight in her. Uh, I, can I spit in his face as a free action? You can absolutely do that. I absolutely do that. <laughs> Vasily. Um, Vasily is going to quickly cast False Life from the highest ability as possible. So that's 1d4 plus 14 temporary hit points. I just want to point out that the material components for False Life are like a shot of vodka or something. I think. Yeah. Yeah. She's still got like her shot from the from the tent. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's fifteen additional temporary hit points. So yeah, she just pulls out a little a little shot. Takes take a it shot for take a shot for uh, courage. Take a shot for Vargas, um, which I pass it to Vargas again. Vargas. All right. Uh, I will do another Eldritch Blast. Um, I will do the Revenant again. 16 to hit. On the Revenant? Yes, that absolutely hits. And four. All right, who goes after you, Vargas? Unless there's anything Uh, else you want to do? I will pull my rapier out of my cane. Draw your weapon. I'll draw my weapon, and then I will pass it to uh, Constantina. I will do um, Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Okay. Has to make a wisdom saving throw, uh, DC 15. Uh, <laughs> Nat one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So it falls prone and it's prone, I think, let's see, um, fall prone, becoming incapacitated, unable to stand up for the duration. So on its next turn, it can try to get out of that. But it is currently prone and laughing like hysterically. Okay. Yeah. He starts, he does start laughing. Like he'll, he'll laugh and he'll like slide off of the point of Pandora's sword and just laugh up at her face from his knees on the ground. Well, that wasn't the intended effect, but that'll work. (laughs) Um, Okay. That is my turn and I will take uh, Mercy. All right. So the Revenant is just laughing right now, right? And we've got three zombies. Mm Mm-hmm. Though you um, do notice that now these zombies are behaving rather erratically. Oh. Anybody who knows anything about undead or whites, <laughs> you will know that whites control zombies. And if these zombies were under that whites control and now it's gone, they're just kind of walking into walls. Okay. Mercy is going to rush over to the revenant, I guess, who's laughing at Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'll just stand, casually stand there while he's laughing and look at Pandora and says... Do we want to kill him? He's just laughing now. Oh, yes. We want to kill him. Yes, I do want to make Masser and Fosser 
proud. There shouldn't be undead. And she'll take her gauntleted hand in her other hand and start rubbing them together. And this like red static electricity starts to charge her gauntlet and she holds it just down over the revenant. Um, and she goes bang and casts a lightning bolt on him. Oh my God. That's yeah, the absolutely. cutest lightning bolt. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a deck save DC 15. Absolutely. Let's take a look. Well, he rolled a 16. All right, so he did beat this, so he'll uh, take half. I guess he rolls to the side as he's laughing or something. Um, so it was 24 total, so 12 for half. All right. Um, and then as my bonus action, um, Mercy gets the kickback from the lightning bolt, and I fly back 10 feet. Okay, and you fly back, and uh, whose turn is it after you, Mercy? I guess the Revenant can go next, because I think otherwise. I think we've got everyone else has gone except for Pandora. All right, it is not going to stand up because it kind of has Pandora where it wants her in a way. So it's going to uh, strike out at you twice with its fists and once with its longsword. Disadvantage. With disadvantage. So I need to roll these twice. Bloop. All right, so longsword with a 19. Any luck? Yeah, that hits. So it will hit you with that longsword for 11. It catches a weak point of Pandora's armor and slashes through her greaves. You also see that the slashes that you put in it when you slashed it with its sword with your sword have already begun to heal. Alrighty. The zombies are kind of aimless as they are. They will kind of accidentally meander towards you guys and into Vargas Vasily and Constantina. No! Vargas, 18 hit you? <laughs> Do I get opportunity <laughs> attacks on any of them? Because I'm kind of. Opportunity attacks on them? On any of them for like trying to come by me? Yeah, so after Var- after it attacks Vargas, it will. Um, you can do an opportunity attack. Okay. So it's going to hit you, Vargas, for six. Cute. Does um, a 17 hit it? Oh, yeah. Um, that is 12 damage. Oh, yeah, you blast its other arm off. It's just kind of flopping now. The other ones are just kind of like... We're going to jump to Constantina. Okay. Um, So I just saw Vargas get hurt um, from the zombie. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, I'm going to um, reach out and um, touch Vargas on the shoulder Mm -hmm. and cast uh, Cure Wounds at level one. And you get... Um, you get seven points, so I think that hopefully puts you back at full from what you just took. Yes. Okay. With some despair. Oh, cool. Uh, Vargas will take your hand and kiss it. Oh. Aww. And I'm going to say there is a lair action now of a very loud funeral parade coming down the street. <laughs> and no. several of the people who are in the front of the parade see this, and they have all started reaching for their swords as well. Oh. Wait, oh, okay. that's good? Oh, okay. Whose turn is it, Constantina? Yeah, okay. I will pick Pandora. Pandora. Thank you. Pandora is on its knees in front of you. Oh, yes. Pandora has advantage attacking it. Mm-hmm. So how bad does it, how badly hurt does it look? It is not yet bloodied. Okay. Let's see. Does a 15 hit it? Yes. A 15 does Great. hit it. Pierces straight through that studded leather armor 
I'm going to smite with a second level spell slot this time. Oh yeah. That will be ten piercing or ten slashing damage. And eighteen radiant damage. Oh snap. And uh when you do smite into it, is that your first attack? Did you do two attacks? That's my first attack. Oh yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, second if yeah, if it's still up, um yeah, it's still just, up. just making sure. Um that Swaying is if it's still up. <laughs> that's over twenty to hit and another fourteen slashing damage. Okay. Are you um, smiting as well? Yeah, I'm gonna you know what? I'm just gonna use my second level slot. And then plus ooh, that's uh you know, 20, another 20 radiant damage. Jesus. And, uh, and your, your longsword goes in where this, uh, the spot in the sternum is. It just goes straight down through him and he bares his teeth wide and you see all that black blood in his mouth and he'll smite me now and I come back stronger. You know that. You want to fight this fight forever? I'll fight as long as I have to. Let me go now. Maybe we fight again somewhere where there are less innocent people for me to kill. And um, Pandora just puts her, her you know, armored go- um, foot on him because he's on the ground and mm-hmm. pulls her sword out with a sound. Yeah, and you definitely hear, like, a hiss of pain as, like, the glowing radiance of your sword, like, leaves his body. Who's after you, Pandora? Um, let's see, who has it gone this tree? Mercy. So, is he still- He's still up. He's He's super bloodied. And he's still prone, though. Yeah, he's still prone. Oh god, he was probably laughing as he said all that. He's laughing hysterically. Okay, well, that's going on, but there were those three zombies that were attacking my friends. (laughs) Sorry to deal in chat. (laughs) (laughs) So Mercy will kind of turn to the zombies um, and just go, Hey! And she's going to hold up her gauntleted hand and a big ball of fire forms and then splits into three parts. And she's going to send each one at a zombie. Okay. I'm casting Scorching Ray. Okay. Um, so I think that's a roll to attack for each. So like a 20-something on the first one. Okay. On one zombie. So that one will take seven damage. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to say that's the torso zombie and it just goes up in cinders. Yeah. Um, what is my... Oh, a 14. Okay. Uh, that will also do seven damage. Okay. And one's just, like, on fire now, like, bumping into a wall. And then the last was a 13. Mm -hmm. Um, and that one will do, uh, nine damage. Okay. And you can see several, um, townspeople are starting to cut down the turned zombies that aren't in the fray. Several guards have come to to sort of eradicate the rest of the zombies, and the the revenant says, "Just let me go. Come on, we could do this anywhere." Who's oh, next, Mercy? Gosh, right. <laughs> um, I guess uh, I will pass it to Vasily. Um, so basically, mainly the revenant is left. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Pretty much, um, zombies are either being cut down by guards or on fire, walking into walls. I want to just like turn my creepy gaze down at him and cast Crown of Madness. So it's a wis- uh, wisdom saving throw. What do I need to beat? 13, which is not that high, but... You rolled a 17, so plus 3 is a dirty 20. 
Okay, well, he... Oh. I do he nothing. Just, I just He glare. looks at you and he spits blood at your feet. And he's... <laughs> Typical. Who's next, Vasily? Um, I guess the Revenant then? Yeah, and the Revenant will slash twice and do the longsword again at Pandora. Fist, fist, disadvantage. Oh yeah, disadvantage. Okay, so that's a two and a four, so let's just swing for the longsword again. Nothing. He's He's got nothing on it. You just feel it clatter uselessly against you. But he is so close to dead. And then he's, no, 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 no. Not this time. I'm not falling to you this time. Not again. Wait, do I recognize him? Yeah, you absolutely recognize him. He's one of the revenants that was in your last hunting trip. Oh, interesting. He doesn't have a fancy name, but you absolutely (laughs) recognize him. Bitch. (laughs) Gonna <laughs> smite him some more. Yeah, smite him uh, some more. Yeah, uh, it's Vargas's turn. I would like to, like, put my hand on his face mm-hmm. and cast Vampiric Touch. So it's a roll to hit. Um, or is he immune to necrotic damage? Um, you know enough about the dead and undead that you would know he is resistant to necrotic damage. Yes, not immune. So- Okay. He won't take as much damage. All right. I will roll. That's natural 20. And so that's going to be three d6s of necrotic damage. So it'll be half of that, right? Yeah. Is that right as I roll? Roll it, add it up, then divide by two. It'll be easier that way. So 16. So eight. He's got like one good shot left in him. Who wants to be the- who are you going to decide to possibly get this? I will just give it to, uh, I'll give it to Pandora. She seems to want it the most. I mean, she already has her sword in his chest, basically. And he is- he is spitting blood and saying no, 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 no. And she raises up her sword, the plate flashing above her head. Uh, over 20 to hit, chops down twice, and one through his heart, such as it is, mm-hmm. and one across his neck, severing his twisted, withered head yes. from his body. Absolutely. And as it does, as it flies across the uh, the courtyard, you see it start to disappear into ash. And as this wisp of spirit lifts up from it, cackling, and swishing back towards one of the abandoned mansions. Your eyes follow it and then catch on an <laughs> on Annika, <laughs> who is leaning against one of the buildings, just watching. And the spirit of this revenant, which you know will reform in another day, vanishes. Excuse me. I don't want to be rude since you saved my life, but I am oh. still floating up here. I'm sorry about that. Thank you. I'm wearing a skirt, so if you could just gently... (laughs) Um, Yes, the cloud slowly drifts down and then dissipates at her feet when she lands. And she brushes herself off, and you see she's quite the beautiful woman. Uh, Dark ringlets and wide eyes behind these clean spectacles. And um, she sort of catches her breath and straightens up and smooths this jewel-toned purple bodice... Uh, with these shaking hands and 
I see you've met my cousin, Nikolai. Oh, I see see resemblance. You are very beautiful. I owe you for that. Uh, I suppose you've saved my life. Um, And she takes both of Mercy's hands in hers and she... My name is Acriel. I desperately need your help. And that is where we will end for tonight. listening to Tales from the Mist. If you enjoyed what you heard, find more at talesfromthemist.com or at MistTalesDnd on Twitter, where you'll also find links to our Discord community and much more. Tales from the Mist returns to twitch.tv slash dnd every Friday night at 6pm Pacific Time, beginning August 9th, 2019. Sleep well, Mistwalkers!